Sex robots could malfunction and strangle their human lovers. Kids are becoming emotionally attached to robots. And Red Bull is going to pay Canadians who did not receive their wings after drinking it. These are the weird stories for Wednesday. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. You know who I am. I'm happy that you're here. I think I know who you are as well. You're somebody who wants to laugh a little bit, so let's see if I can do that for you. And maybe you'll learn something too. Sex robots could malfunction and strangle human beings. Yay! Sex robots plagued with coding errors could be prone to violent behavior, including strangling their lover, an expert has warned. Who is that expert? Well, he's a doll collector by the name of Brick Doll Banger. Yeah, Brick Doll Banger. <laughs> Sounds like a real professional. Doll collector. What a weirdo. Mr. Doll Banger fears violent repercussions if robotics are not regularly properly Regulated. <laughs> Regularly, properly regulated. <laughs> yeah, doll banger, we're all afraid of the AI. For real. I don't care if it's a sex robot or a supercomputer that works at the bank. I'm concerned. Don't trust these AIs. You think I'm bringing a robot into my bedroom? You're out of your mind. Well, Mr. Dollbanger believes a simple coding error could turn AI girlfriends against their owners. And create a situation where they're equipped with free will. Yeah, if they got free will, they're not going to sleep with you anymore. They're going to kick you out of your own house. Mr. Dollbanger has closed ties with some robotics manufacturers like Realbotics and Abyss. He told the media, it scares me to death. It's a machine and it's always going to be a machine. Well, yeah, I guess so. But we're trying to make a more lifelike Dollbanger. I mean, if, if you're such a fan of dolls, then I, I figured you would be more, more open to this. Here's another paranoid quote from this idiot. If you've watched the movies, Ex Machina, because I honestly believe synthetics are going to look very similar to that movie. It's not going to be something you can hit with a pipe and it's going to fall apart. I've always said when a synthetic can support itself, that synthetic is going to be much stronger than a normal human being. It's going to be more durable. Instead of having bones, it's going to have high impact plastic or aluminum framing. It's going to be very strong, and it won't get tired. It won't stop unless it runs out of an energy supply. Unless you can stop it with some kind of projectile like a gun or something, <laughs> this thing will get out of control and could do serious damage. Why are we quoting this guy and putting him in an article? I don't understand this. Who cares what this idiot has to say? Yeah, dude, we all know. Robots. Yeah, they're a thing. Is this new to you? Did you not see 2001 or 10? Whatever the one it was. <laughs> Did you not see this Kubrick film? Okay. I've covered sex robots on this show many times, and I always express my concern whenever I'm doing AI-related stories that, you know, they're going to do something to us. Sex robot technology is rapidly advancing. New updates all the time. You go to one of these electronics fairs, you'll be surprised at what these sex robots can do. Make your mind spin. Like, if they can do that, then they can do anything. Realbotics, for instance, is working on equipping sex robots with vision and expect robots to be walking in only a decade. Cloud Climax, another company, has launched its first doll with full artificial intelligence, promising they can replace human intimacy. That's a high... That's a high promise. 
High promise? Yeah, high promise. In other words, you're smoking some cannabis. <laughs> They're not going to ever replace human intimacy. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. You can get close. You can try. But you're not going to replace human intimacy. There's a reason it's called human intimacy. It's only It's got to be human-centric. And at the end of the day, there are going to be people who are, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of a future time where you're going to have some of the population okay with a robot lover, but then there's going to be a large percentage of us who aren't going to be able to get over that hump and we're going to need the human intimacy. And you can't, and I'm, what, when I say human intimacy, I mean non-robotic, non-AI, non-computer. And even if you think it's not, like even if they do such a good job that this machine seems intimate such as a human can be, in the back of your mind, you're going to know that it's not a human and that's going to infect your human intimacy experience. There's no getting around it. And you're going to want to be with a human and there's nothing wrong with that. Although some humans really do suck. They really do. They're in Florida. I, I don't suggest you go there and become intimate with any of them. <laughs> they should replace everybody in Florida with a robot. Let's be real. <laughs> all right, all right. That's mean. I'm sorry. I'm going to get angry Florida guy on my tail. Forgive me. I don't mean that completely. I just mean, you know, just maybe a few. The people working at fast food restaurants, they're in a dangerous line over there. They need to be, we need to save them with robotics. All right, I'm going to stop now. I'm going to ask a question. Do you think robots could ever replace true human intimacy? Do you? Do you think they can? We have the best minds working on the case. The best scientists are out there working to make robots a thing. And I'd question, at the end of the day, will they really be that human? Enough for intimacy? Genuine intimacy? Call Weird AF News. Tell me about this. What do you think? Anybody, anybody in the uh, robotics business out there, scientists, you want to weigh in on this? I, don't, I would be very surprised if a scientist listened to this show. <laughs> There's nothing scientific going on here. <laughs> uh, the number six four six four five zero twenty twelve, 2012 Or feel, feel free to email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. The lines are always open, baby. By the way, this isn't Jonesy. This is an AI. Children are becoming emotionally attached to robots. Yeah, might as well do another robot story. What the hell? Today's toddlers and preschoolers are growing up surrounded by friendly-looking, sometimes human-like robotic devices and educational tools, a phenomenon that scientists warn could be quite confusing for the children. While young children tend to understand that the robotic helpers all around them aren't really alive, The media reports that toddlers tend to think that the robot's artificial intelligence is capable of far more than it is and may even form emotional ties with the robots, a phenomenon that has some researchers very concerned. Somebody named Cynthia runs a personal robotics group at MIT's Media Lab at which she teaches children as young as four years old the basics of how AI learns to interpret the world. She told the Wall Street Journal that children start to adopt their parents' attitudes towards technology by age eight. So parents should be very mindful of how they talk about robotics. Cynthia, for instance, warns against robot toys that claim to be children's friends or offer them recommendations, according to the media, lest those children get too attached and take advice from mindless toys. 
Yeah, and you can imagine if these toys are programmed by um, the advertising industry, for instance. Uh, you know, these children are going to be sold things on a whole new level, a very intimate. Imagine being surrounded by a salesperson all the time. That's what these robots could be. You know, so in other words, hey, let's keep the kids away from the screens because there's a lot of ads out there, a lot of commercials targeting children, very susceptible to the uh, sort of the approach of very squirrely advertising, you know, very, very uh, vulnerable to such things. Children are impressionable at an early age. Well, now if they're spending a lot of time with a robot that has been programmed by, I don't know, Apple, <laughs> they might... You know, consumerism could slip into their lives on a very, very um, concerning level, in my opinion. That's one of the things I'm worried about. This lady told the Wall Street Journal that parents should also be careful not to ascribe genders to robots, no matter how human-like they look, to remind impressionable children that their toys are merely machines, and and to communicate that, regardless of how impressive the AI seems, a mountain of human effort went into developing it. Yeah, and there's an article linked here to uh, that's called Why We Should Teach Kids to Call the Robot It. Sure, sure. I mean, I think that's the least of our worries here. Although, I mean, I don't have children, but I mean, you're just worried about what, you know, what the kid calls the robot. We should be worried about some of the other things that involved hanging out with a robot, I'd imagine. Maybe the robot decides to twist off, twist off the head of your child and then throw it down the hallway. I mean, isn't that more of a concern than what you call it? <laughs> what if the robot starts saying, hey, next time you go to school, bring this taser with you? <laughs> if the kid's going, at, like, what if the kid was asking the robot for advice on how to handle a school situation and then the robot gave some crazy ass violent suggestion or whatever? It doesn't even have to be violent. It just could be something weird. Having trouble making friends? <laughs> and then they suggest something. I don't know. My, my imagination is going places. But in other words, I mean, should we really... Is it worrying about what we call the robot? Is that the, is that the real issue here? I mean, there's so many more problems other than this that I can think of. What about if a kid gets attached to a robot and then fails to make real friends? Like, nah, I don't need my human friends. I got this robot. That's a concern. That's a huge concern. The kids are already staying in the house, not playing real sports. They're playing sports on their video game systems. Like, go outside and have an experience instead of being your face in a screen. So you know they're going to stay inside with this robot, not get out there and have human interaction. That is a huge concern for me. Although I don't have children, I don't know how I would, how I would handle this. Thankfully, I'll be dead before this all comes to like a, a real concerning situation. I think, I think, although the article seems to hint that this is already happening. Do you guys have children that are making friends with robots? I'd love to hear of a situation where your child was just a little um, a little too into the AI. Um, I, don't, I don't know exactly what's going on, but the article is hinting at a bigger picture here that um, I just don't see in my own life because I don't hang out with children enough. Um so yeah, let me know. Call Weird AF News. You got the number. You got the email in the last segment. What are you asking me for? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Red Bull is going to pay Canadians who did not receive wings after drinking it. You guys know the Red Bull slogan, do you? Red Bull, it gives you wings. You've seen the commercials. You've seen the billboards. Well, a majority of people read it as a clever bit of branding. One indicating that the energy drinks high caffeine content and left it at that. But where there's a slogan, there's wiggle room and a class action lawsuit is rarely far behind. And so Red Bull will now be paying anybody in Canada who felt misled by that slogan it gives you wings and would like to make a, a $10 compensation for their disappointment. For everybody who felt disappointed, a free $10. I should reach out and be like, I'm not Canadian, but I felt disappointed because I didn't grow wings. The media reports that Red Bull has settled a class action filing from this past February to the tune of $850,000 over accusations of deceptive marketing. The lawsuit was built upon the premise that drinking Red Bull does not give you wings or result in improved imp- performance of any sort. As noted by the lawsuit, was largely a replica of another successful class action suit against Red Bull fire, filed in the U.S. in 2013. The American suit was eventually settled to the much higher tune of $13 million. Was that the same suit? Doesn't give you wings? 2013? Somebody... This is very silly behavior, really. I mean, it's just such a... What a litigious society we live in in North America, huh? I mean, it's ridiculous here. I'm suing you. It said it gave me wings. You didn't give me wings. Do you see any wings growing out of me? Hey, Becky, Becky, any wings growing out of me? No, no. I had a case of Red Bull today. That's why I'm talking like this, and I got no wings coming out of my back. I've been playing video games for a week straight. I was waiting for these wings to appear. Nothing, nothing. No wings. No wings. I'm suing you, Red Bull. I'm taking you down. I wanted wings. I want to be like Superman or Batman. I don't know. Whatever the hell you want to call it. I want to be flying around like an angel, damn it. I want to be up in the clouds, okay? I want to never have to spend another dime on a plane ticket because I can fly my ass there. I want to fly high like Icarus, except for I don't want to get burned and fall to the ground dead. I'm highly caffeinated, if you couldn't tell. Are people really thinking this? Oh, I'm going to grow wings. Oh, I'm suing you because I didn't grow wings. You're out of your mind. In the case of the Canadian lawsuit, this article says, it's probably worth noting that the plaintiff originally tried to receive compensation from the U.S. settlement, but was unable to do so. The Canadian legal action is a near copycat of its American counterpart, counterpart with one addition. He claimed that Red Bull did not provide sufficient information regarding mixing the drink with alcohol. Oh, so now Red Bull's got to tell you, if you mix with alcohol, you're going to be on the dance floor and you're going to take your pants off. I mean, this is what happens on Red Bull and vodka, right? Ooh, I love Red Bull and vodka. Oh, I should do a whole episode on Red Bull and vodka. You would love it. You would love to hang out with me on Red Bull and vodka. I'm not. I mean, I'm not trying to brag here, but... So they're supposed to put a claim on there? I mean, you can mix anything with alcohol, dummies. Does orange juice have to put a claim on there? Hey, guys, if you mix this with with the vodka, you're looking at a bad hangover tomorrow. Not so much from the vodka, mostly from the sugar. Be careful putting this with champagne, yeah. 
This is ridiculous. The fact that these idiots were rewarded, this is a big problem. And this is why there's frivolous lawsuits all over the place and why the countries, the countries, the companies then get smacked with these lawsuits, okay? And then they got to pass this this uh, bill onto the consumers. And now we're, at the end of the day, my Red Bull is going to go up 15 cents because the idiots like this. What judge is giving these people money? I blame the judge. I don't blame the idiots. The idiots are not going anywhere, okay? There's just going to be morons forever and ever. They're all up in your face. They're on the train, in traffic. You can't do nothing about the morons. What you can do is not reward them. Judges, courts, stupid. Give them all this money. They didn't. Oh, you thought you would get wings? You half a million people, you were very, dis- you really thought you were going to grow wings? I can see why. I can see why. There's actually a drawing of a, a cartoon character on there with some wings, so I can see where they're coming from. Here's your reward. Stupid. Here's $10 to give you, this will give you wings. Look at if you're coming at it like this, Red Bull is marketing themselves as a health drink. They improve mental performance and they will give you a sufficient boner then yeah, I don't think they do either of those things. If Red Bull is infringing upon health decisions, for instance, if they're, if they're wiggling their way into like health juice, which I don't, I don't get that impression that they are. I think we all know that that's not a healthy juice, Right? I think we all know what Red Bull does to you. I don't see Red Bull next to freshly pressed carrot juice and be like, hmm, a close one here. Which one's... Yeah, they're both probably great for my liver. No, no. Ridiculous. Now, granted, I am very much anti-squirrely, as I say, squirrely advertising. I do not like that. They do target children. But even children aren't going to watch a Red Bull commercial and be like, oh my goodness. So if I drink that, I could really fly? No. And I do want to see some limitations on advertising, such as they do in some other countries in, um, you know, in Eastern Europe. But I mean, I can't reward morons at the end of the day. I just can't. I do not want to give morons a reward. It just encourages more moronic behavior. And I've had about enough of it, to be honest with you. I've had about enough of the moronic behavior. There's enough of it on Weird AF News to fill my day. <laughs> I love how I'm getting so angry at this. Come on! All right, well, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. I gotta drink a monster energy and get. <laughs> well, if I drink monster, will I turn into a monster? Hey, monster! I drank your drink. I didn't turn into a monster. I'm, I'm, I, I thought I might turn into the Hulk. Nothing. Nothing. I want my $10. I want your body till the very last drop. Keith Sweat, he says, I want your body till the very last drop. What could that possibly mean? Cannibalism? What do you think? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Having a weird day. But a good day. Hope you are as well. Please tell me about your day. Screw it. Just call the show. I'm down. Down for whatever. I hope you're getting into something weird.
the weirder the better as far as I'm concerned. Why? Because life is flimsy. So spice it up a little bit with some novelty. Why not? Novelty. It makes the world go around, damn it. Go get yourself a sex robot. I don't care. Drink some Red Bull and then have sex with your sex robot. But don't expect wings. Hope you enjoyed the stories today. You can reach out to me anytime. I love to hear from you. You know it. On Instagram at Funny Jones, on Twitter at Funny Jones, on Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. Then, of course, you can email me articles if you'd like, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also use that address to give me a PayPal donation if you think that you might want to throw a couple bucks at Jonesy for the, just for being here for you, you know, supporting you, getting you through your days. You can also join the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weirdafnews. There is a great hour and a half bonus episode on there with my comedian buddy Dave Neal. So funny. By the way, I was at Dave Neal's house today and we shot some videos as well. I put those on the Patreon. You can check those out. We're just kind of screwing around a little bit. I'm kind of experimenting with what I can put on there and learning that they, they let you do a lot. So you're going you're gonna to see an uptick on the material on there, those of you who are currently patrons. So, yeah, get your money's worth, baby. And it feels good to support the show. You can also support the show by subscribing, liking it. I don't know, giving it a review, whether bad or good. I don't care. Telling a friend that they should check it out. That's very helpful as well, and I would appreciate that. Um, not, it's not for everybody, but some people, you know, you hear one episode, you know if this is for you or not. Like, oh, I don't like somebody that sings Keith Sweat. Okay, fine. You know, I don't do it every episode, but shit, I get you. And uh, what what do I got to say? Lastly, I don't know. Thanks for being a loyal listener of Weird AF News. I appreciate you, and I'll see you tomorrow.